Hello everyone, this is Guido Battaglia with the Institute for Human Rights and Business and with the Center for Sport and Human Rights. I'm here today with Juan Pablo Salazar, an activist for the rights of persons with disabilities and currently member of the governing board of the International Paralympic Committee. Welcome, Juan Pablo. Guido, my friend, great uh, to talk to you and a warm uh, hello to all of your listeners. Today, uh, Juan Pablo, we observe the International Day of Persons with Disabilities. According to the WHO World Report on Disability, about 15% of the world's population lives with some form of disability. Evidence suggests that these people in all areas of the world experience and are vulnerable to economic and social exclusion. Uh, just to make some examples, Disabled people are more likely to live in poverty, more likely to be unemployed, more likely to face discrimination in the workplace. This exclusion, both economic and social, is a part of the daily lives of these people and is a breach of human rights, as well as a major development challenge. Juan Pablo, many international instruments have indicated sport as a platform and catalyst for the inclusion and well-being of persons with disabilities in society. So my first question for you is, how important is access to sport for persons with disabilities? Well, Guido, I'd say it's uh, paramount. Uh, we, of course, understand that uh, sports is a vehicle for cultural change. And uh, disabilities, we have to understand it as a civil rights movement, meaning uh, we are a social collective of people trying to access equal opportunities and rights, pretty much like uh, race, gender, or sexual uh, orientations. All of these social collectives are looking to uh, throw down barriers that hinder their participation in equal, equal opportunities uh, to other people in societies. So sports is a very powerful tool to bring those, down those barriers. Sports, uh, are media attractive, are inspiring, are global. So all of those values uh, used in sports are very useful for human rights movements to shift cultures. So we have to understand that sports are not only a tool for people with disabilities to be active and rehabilitate themselves, but as a means to achieve a higher goal, which is inclusion, and access to their human rights, inequality of opportunity to other people. And indeed, uh, the UN Convention on the Rights of Persons with Disabilities recognizes that participation in sport on an equal basis with others is a human right. Uh, Juan Pablo, what progress has been made in ensuring the enjoyment of this right? Well, it's been a very exciting few decades, Guido. I mean, from the Issuing of the first Paralympic Games in 1948 to today, the changes and uh, the access have been amazing. Uh, the, the first Games in 1948 were an answer to the brutality and the violence of the Second World War. We had uh, veterans and ex-combatants with paralysis from the UK uh, playing uh, sports of archery against veterans from the Netherlands. And these were considered the first Paralympic Games. They were, of course, very far from being athletes. They were uh, patients that, through sports, 
rehabilitated themselves. Before this, they were just dying from skin sores in uh, hospital beds. So the fact that they got some activity was uh, very powerful and enlightening just for their own lives. Uh, this has, of course, evolved in many ways. And today, the Paralympic Games have become the third most important sports events in the world after the Olympic Games and the FIFA World Cup. Uh, this is regarding to TVs turned on around the world. So uh, how has this been achieved? Of course, with the help of many stakeholders, but the International Paralympic Committee uh, within itself has become a very solid structure globally to deliver these games and uh, to deliver the Paralympic sports and values throughout the world. We have national Paralympic committees in, our, in over 170 uh, countries. And uh, although our main event is every four years, the Paralympic Games, in between that cycle, we have other events. We have continental and regional uh, games. We have national games and we have subnational games, we, meaning we have sports activities for people with disabilities throughout uh, the, the years. So the, the sports structure and the sports events within themselves have, has pro progressed and we have delivered sports as, as a human rights for many people with disabilities throughout the world. But we also have to understand that human rights are interdependent. So through delivering sports, we have also indirectly impacted education, transport, work, and access to other human rights for people with disabilities. And in terms of uh, outreach and uh, challenges that remain to be addressed, um, how do women participate? Is there still a gap between men and women? Of course, like uh, in uh, all society, there's a gender gap also in the Paralympic movement. Uh, we are aware of it and are actively trying to to bridge uh, this gap. So we have we we strive to have uh, women participating in all our decision making bodies. We have a committee uh, allocated to the governing board of the International Paralympic uh, Movement to address directly the issues of women uh, in sports. Although I also have to say that uh, there are particularities uh, unique to our movement that make our indicators different to the ones that other sports uh, bodies should be aiming at. Uh, for example, men are more probable than women to participate in violence and in accidents that cause disabilities. Hence, we will have more participation of men than in women in certain sports just because the statistical fact that there are more men than women with those disabilities. In particular sports like wheelchair rugby, where the disability is quadriplegia, uh, those kind of uh, diagnoses are, are more particular to men than to women. So we need to more thoroughly understand the data behind this so that uh, when we aim at the participation of women, we have like objective uh, uh, 
clear objectives on how to do this on a realistic manner. And in terms of uh, promoting uh, the access to sport uh, for children, uh, what measures is the International Paralympic Committee undertaking? Well, we're very active on that uh, because we do want to promote uh, the culture of disabilities, not only to kids with disabilities, but to kids without disabilities throughout the world. So specifically, we had a program called uh, I'm Possible, and the aim of this program is to promote uh, the inclusion of uh, parasports in physical uh, education uh, 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 programs in schools, in regular schools throughout the world. So it's basically guidelines to give professors, teachers of physical uh, education and sports so that kids with and without disabilities can participate in understanding the values, the sports, the rules, and participate in actual sports uh, where in inclusively kids and with and without disabilities can participate and do para sports uh, in regular schools. Uh, Juan Pablo, the International Paralympic Committee has recently joined the Advisory Council of the Center for Sport and Human Rights. Um, what is the role that uh, this center could play in the promotion of sport for all persons with disabilities? Well, we're very much looking forward to this participation. We see the Center for Sports and Human Rights as a huge, uh, very interesting and diverse network of organizations. And going back to your first question, we understand sports as a means to change a culture. And in order to change a culture, we can't do it by ourselves. We need uh, partners with, and we need diverse partners. So the fact that the Center of Sports and Human Rights is composed of governments, international sports bodies, in, uh, international human rights organizations, and uh, private sector, uh, we think that uh, this multi-stakeholder uh, arena is very interesting to promote our values and uh, to partner together with to achieve the social, uh, the cultural shift uh, that the UN Convention on Rights of People of, with Disabilities is aiming at. We can't do it by ourselves. We could do it with the partnership of all the friends of the Center of Sports and human rights to finally achieve a world that is truly possible for all. I would like to thank you very much for your time, Juan Pablo, today. It was a pleasure. It's great to talk to you as always, my friends.